Welcome to Centered, a podcast exploring spiritual practices for everyday life. This is our first uh, full practice of the prayer we just introduced yesterday in yesterday's episode, uh, a practice of prayer called imaginative prayer, using this beautiful gift God has given us, our imagination, to let stories from the Gospels come to life so that we might find the stillness and the peace that God gives in the midst of our often busy and chaotic lives. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, I'd really encourage you to go back. We introduce the idea of imaginative prayer more fully, uh, but just to briefly recap, we're going to take five steps in this prayer time today. Those steps are rest, imagine, locate, listen, and learn. Similar to last week's practice, we will read the full passage pretty slowly three times through. And with each reading, I'm going to prompt you to engage the story of scripture with the power of your imagination in a different way. And our hope is ultimately this, that the God who created the universe, the God who is all good and all loving might be present with you in your life today. The story we'll be reading today is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7. So, to begin, make sure that you're in a comfortable place, whether sitting in a chair or maybe sitting on the floor. Uh, Comfortable but alert. And now I'd encourage you, uh, take a moment to take two or three deep breaths. And if you're comfortable, um, I'd invite you to close your eyes. So go ahead and take a deep breath now. Remember if other thoughts or distractions come your way to continue practicing letting those go and allowing your breath to keep you present in this moment and aware of God's presence with you. Go ahead and continue to take a few deep breaths. as you let your breathing return to its normal rhythm. I'm gonna read through this story the first time, and I'd encourage you to simply let yourself truly experience the scene. As I'm reading, you might consider, if you were in the room, what would you see? What would catch your eye and your attention? What might you smell and what impact would that have? If the room is filled with people, what might you be touching? Are you sitting on the floor? Is there wood? Is there stone? What emotions or feelings would you have? What would the other people in the story be experiencing? Use the gift of your imagination so that this scene comes fully 
alive. As we said last week, one tool to do that might be if you were telling this story to a young child, how would you highlight the experience of this moment to make it come to life, come alive to a child? Here now, the words of Luke chapter 7, starting in verse 36. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii, and the other, 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little loves little. Then, Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Take a moment to continue and experience the scene we just read. As I read 
this story a second time, locate yourself in the story. Are you one of the characters? If so, which one? Are you a bystander somewhere else in the room? If so, where are you standing? Wherever you locate yourself, how does that position where you stand impact the way you experience this story? And then begin to consider why do you think you're locating yourself there? Hear the story a second time, this, this time through locating yourself in the events as they unfold. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Consider the significance of why you located yourself in the story, wherever you did.
as I read the story a third and final time. From your location in the story, consider these two responses. Listen to hear two different responses. First, how are you responding? As you stand in this scene and watch it unfold, are you speaking something or feeling something in your heart? Do you find yourself jumping up or shouting out? What emotions come to mind? How are you responding to the story? And second, if Jesus were to turn to you, hear what you had to say, just like he heard Simon in the story, listen to the words Jesus might speak to you. What do you hear Jesus saying to you as you respond to the story? When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. Listen to Jesus' words for you today. And finally, 
continuing in this place of stillness. Let the experiences you just had from this practice of imaginative prayer sink a little deeper into your hearts and into your minds. Consider what have you learned from this prayer practice today. and take a deep breath. And another. And one more. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. As always, I'd encourage you to consider writing down whatever you learned from this practice today. Consider whether whether there's a close friend or trusted companion that you might share your experiences with. And as always, thank you for joining us at the Centered Podcast where we can continue to explore our spiritual practice together. Grace and peace.